Fucking Chrome's been acting like a bitch. Fuck Chrome. Chrome. Chrome sucks. I hate it right now. Fuck. 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 Chrome. It's a movie toasty show here for you. Dennis and Adam joke about orgasms and sweet movie reviews. We talk about TV too, right? I, I think so. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, movie toast. Hey, dude. What is up? How's it going, <laughs> hey, Dennis? It's going 2024, good, starting off on a good note. Happy Woo! New Year. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> season four of the show. Didn't know oh, if we'd boy. make it this far. Hey, but we're here, still talking about it. still doing it. Right, Toasties? That's true. You're still here showing up, so... It's, it's yeah. it feels good. Uh, it's been a fun year. Oh, it doesn't feel of, good. Uh, it's it's like twenty four degrees right now for me, man. So it's it's a bit Christ. bit breezy, but I'll take a it. Nippy. Cutting glass. It's worth it. Yeah. Well, my nips aren't that hard it? though right now. Surprisingly, I'm a little later up. We're in, we're in a good place. All right, then good. Yeah, good, good, good. yeah, I'll take it. All right. Well, we'll 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 get you back inside as soon as we can. But first, yeah. folks, we're gonna get through the toast. As, as always, we're going to deliver everything that you expect from a solid episode of Movie Toast. Adam, it's been a, a whole blessed year of uh, toasting to do. Normally, folks, I know we do a little lineup, but um, Adam was so gracious to do a fantastic episode of his top picks of 2023. That's bullshit. You got a couple? I, 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 it's not on... I mean, anything off the I, top of your head that you just pops out. You know, you know what? Gotta... In the last couple, all right. One of the best movies I was surprised by the back end of this last year was going back and finally experiencing First Blood for the first time. There you go. I there's something that I was just one of those movies you hear referenced so often. I would brush off because I thought it got parodied too much, and I was like, how significant mm. could it actually be? Then I went and actually watched it, and it truly is that movie that everyone <laughs> says it's supposed to be. It, Damn it, that it really just kind of knocked the wind out of me. I was so surprised that it was so fantastic. And this is what action movies from the 80s always wished they could be. So totally get that. Nice. That was that was a, a wonderful one to discover. Even if it wasn't from I, 23, but <laughs> it was uh mm. I witnessed it then. So yeah, first viewing. Fuck yeah. Haunted Mansion, I will say I gave four slices a toast. That also there came you out go. 22, so it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> Did it really? That was 22? Pretty, I thought I that was 23. So. Was it nah, 20? that was 23. Summer, summer I think it came out in the, the beginning. The beginning, yeah. Summer quarter. Because it's like, oh, quarter. why the fuck didn't they put that out during, I don't know, October? You know? Um, of course, I have but to I think mention, it... they cloned Tyrone. That oh, is my best. Fuck. My oh, favorite shit. movie. Fuck, dude, that was not no on my fucking list because dude, I was no doing what I saw in the theater. I forgot about streaming. God fucking damn it. Don't watch that fucking thing. That's a bullshit. Oh, my God. I can't believe oh, I forgot about the close my room. Let down, I got to say, because that was it was one of the few four slicers that both Adam and I gave four slice reviews for. It is like almost a perfect movie. And I mean, it. It was one of those where it takes subject matter that he and I are both very akin to. We're we're big fans of black exploitation, but then it tweaks in this like the seventies sci-fi aspect, a little bit of horror mixed in there too. 
uh, they cloned Tyrone was so fantastic. Uh, John Boyega and um, oh my goodness, now I'm, I'm uh, let me let me name off. I, I'm trying to remember the name of all the the leads here. I oh man, apologize all I can me. think of is John Boyega and fucking uh, uh, Taisha Paris, Tiona, Jamie Fox, Tiona Paris, and Jamie Fox. Yes. Um, that those three did a beautiful job of carrying that movie and in very different ways. They weren't like perfect archetypes of what you'd expect. One wasn't just the gangster, just the pimp, just the hooker. It was very different plays so on all more. of these different things. And the depth that you keep getting was so great. Mm -hmm. it, the movie looked beautiful. It was written very well. The dialogue and the story itself. Mm. It was just everything about it was just working Top all the way notch. around. Man. I'm so, so pissed at myself all year. I'm like, that's going to be on my list. And somehow, because oh, I was just like, because yes. here's what I did. I, I looked at my fucking AMC pass is Stubbs thing. And I'm like, all right, these are the 120 what movies I saw. All right, oh, I'll sure. go off that fucking can't believe. That is one of the finest movies of I want to say the past couple of years, honestly. Like, I, I, yeah, I agree. Agree with you. <sighs> oh my god! The, I, uh, go I was watch that. The last little really short gig I worked, I was telling. I it came up in conversation, of course. My coworker that's aware of us doing the show was like, "Oh yeah, this guy does a movie podcast," and and he goes like, <laughs> "Okay, so what was your favorite movie of the year?" It it was like a knee jerk reaction. I didn't think they cloned Tyrone. I just immediately spit mm. that out. Oh, I. I don't think I've heard of that. It's like, oh, it is a Netflix original. You need to go check it out. And then it just rattled down this list that I just, I just gave the right. I'm going to go. And it's just everything about it was so fantastic. And it, it didn't get enough attention. I think it got mm -mm. there in a lot of stuff. Um, people were still eager to come back to the movie theater and experience all of the same movie theater emotions. I mean, fuck, this was the year of, Barbie and Oppenheimer. So we had a lot of big blockbusters. Uh, Mario early on in the year. Oh, come to come to think about it, the way you say that, it did come out. I want to say the same weekend as those two movies. It dropped on Netflix that same weekend. So you're right, hundred percent got buried because of that shit. I'd say. Right. It's. Uh, I mean, what's funny is I kind of I got to hand it to them though. They offered up the best they had, and let me tell you, it was something oh, to yeah. consider. And anyone that skipped that by, please, please, for the love of God, go check that out. You got um, for the oh. firstly for the movie, like the real movie buff, the film file. Mm -hmm. You know, really, if you and really if, appreciate the finer things in film, that's a movie you really got to check out because there's so much to offer in there. And if you want another uh, great Netflix original movie that I think would be an awesome uh, double feature, I, I would watch that, and then I or before or after I'd watch a. Uh, my name is Dolomite. Uh, oh, in the same vein. Oh, absolutely. And then that's because uh, it's almost the biopic version of what it takes to make a movie in that tone. The, mm -hmm. the people who laid the groundwork for this uh, subject matter that we can love and appreciate to this day came from a handful yeah. of people, very dedicated, diehard filmmakers that really had right. almost nothing to their name and only wanted to make awesome movies that they thought mm -hmm. an audience would truly understand. And now we know their names. They're not now well. they're, the, yeah. they're the, yeah. yeah. It's like the, and I mean, come on, Rudy Ray Moore is essentially the guy who created rap uh, back in his records. Fuck yeah. Like, right. Doesn't get recognition yeah. for that. Right. Nobody, nobody gives him <laughs> fucking yeah. gold records. 
Uh, it doesn't matter. Hey, we're here for 2024, Dennis. Starting the year off with some new movies, some some recently released films. Uh, I'm excited for this episode. We got a couple of tag teams. Yeah. Again. Yeah. It's going to be fun. A um, uh, couple of things I know that have come up in the past that Adam might have covered online. If you're missing it, though, please go check out our social medias. You'll catch up with all of he has to offer over on our YouTube, our Instagram, and our X. Uh, you can also find us on our Facebook as well. There's a lot of little tidbits that are fun to catch up on. Uh, a lot of little movie crumbs, as we like to call them. Uh, quick reviews of single films or just little food for thought we have to offer. Uh, as it is movie news and reviews, we do give a little bit of news mixed in there. So please check out the socials. But that's not what you're here for right now. We're here for some movie toast. Holes. So, up first, last week's episode, I uh, reviewed the latest Studio Ghibli movie, The Boy and the Heron. So, I wanted to know what the Toasties' favorite Studio Ghibli anime was out of Howl's Moving Castle, Spirited Away, Princess Mononoke, and Kiki's Delivery Service. Uh, you see any of these? I know you're not a giant anime guy, but uh, any of Princess these ever Mononoke. slipped past you? Without, right. without a doubt. I've I've seen Fair parts enough. of Spirit Away and Kiki's Delivery Service, and I gotta be honest, I would start to doze off and fall asleep. But Princess Mononoke was one that always struck me and just mm. it was it's still a powerful film, I think. Is I, oh hell yeah. To me, it was a great entry point, but I also just mm. like things up on that edge usually. I it, I don't get into the uh what do you call that stylish drama that's not as <laughs> there's a lot of anime though it's not like everyone's risking their life all the time yeah no you know? no there's it's definitely just... a lot of different genres of anime yeah, a, lot of, yeah. a lot of styles and I... thematic ways to tell it yeah exactly and i'm it, with it, you it, it, it's if it, that's the one for me that would always mm. stand out and i would always say like at least go check that one out it's funny i know i saw spirited away and princess mononoke first but the first one I saw on the big screen, I think the very first anime I saw on the big screen was Howl's Moving Castle because mm -hmm. I'd won tickets to see a screening of uh, Batman Begins and uh, I got there too late and that was playing. I'm like, all right, I'll check out this random anime. And I'm like, God damn it. Since then, I mean, I've seen these other animes on the big screen mm -hmm. with the exception, I guess, of Kiki's Delivery Service. I've only seen that on like DVD or VHS. Oh, I've watched that. But uh, yeah, I'm surprised uh, because... Uh, Princess Mononoke is is a big favorite, I thought, but a uh, zero percent for Mononoke really what? surprised me. I thought Damn. thought there'd be a little love. I thought that was going to be in the top tier, but no. Me too. Dang. The toast wow. said, "Fuck that." Okay. There was a tie for second and third place, so I guess for second place with twenty eight point six percent for Spirit Away and Kiki's Delivery Service, leaving forty two point nine for How Was Moving Castle. Which I will say is might be one of my favorites because I've that's seen the that the I most. Hear about. I, I, that's yeah. the one I haven't seen at all. So oh, maybe you should I've check been, it out. It's I've, I've been missing out. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, Billy Crystal plays this little fiery ember named uh, I think Ember. I, I forget what his name is. Uh, I think Kristen Bale, ironically enough, is the prince in, in the movie. It's just a really good film all around. Sure. Uh, 
it's it's over on a uh, max I, I think they still get the jubilee movies oh, nice. highly suggest if you've never seen it checking it out but might not be for you it's it's more of a romance but there's some enchantment i don't know hey i i can get to, i can get some yeah. magically magically uh wonderful love there i'm not fair afraid enough, of that. fair enough check yeah. it out yeah all right and uh, up next uh, last week we tag team an episode an episode we did. We tag team most episodes. Right, uh, yeah. We tag teamed <laughs> a review for Wonka. Uh, so I wanted to know who the Toasty's favorite yeah. Willy Wonka was out of the following four people that play Willy Wonka. Of course, you got Gene Wilder, Johnny Depp, Crispin Glover, and Timothy Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet. I didn't know fucking Crispin Glover played Willy Wonka. Did you? I didn't either. No, I was not Apparently aware of that. in one of those spoof movies. I want to say like not another action movie I, I don't fucking know oh christ but okay well he gene wilder is like always off. gonna be the the guy 100 percent. I mean, come on gene wilder I'm, is the man if anyone says johnny yeah. depp you let me down a little bit <laughs> uh so zero percent for john now uh crispin glover of course <laughs> i don't think anybody fucking knew we played it because who yeah, right who started who about continued about watching those we all those forgot about movies that. yeah <laughs> uh sadly sadly dennis 24.4% for oh, Gene Wilder. I don't know how he's not 100% people. What the fuck is going on here? My heart broken. Uh-huh. Chocolate yeah. melted. It's it's like watching the Grinch in reverse. It went from like being the right <laughs> size and like too big to fucking too tiny. Uh, and then there's a, a tie for 36.8 for each Johnny Depp and Timothy Chalamet. Quit fanboying out for these people that aren't yeah. the inferior yeah. Wonkas. I see what you did there. Yeah, no, no, you're no. looking for pretty boy Wonka, you fucking Let's, bitches. Come, exactly. Come on. Come on. Let's be honest. No. You Which... lose. <laughs> Good day. Good day, Oh, sir. man. I just don't get it. Oh, but, hey, the Toasties have spoken, Dennis. As they and have. if you're wondering... Where those came from. If you follow us over on X every Saturday, I post some polls and uh yeah, then we pull from those and put the best ones out here into the world. But uh I think the folks have come here to to hear a review, Dennis. You wanna you wanna start us off this week? I, I would love to, sir. Um I, I got a whole All heap right. and helping is streaming this week. Uh, as oh streaming, you, you know, say doing doing <laughs> some uh holiday miss happening, so we got got nice, nice. jamming in between uh, the seeing the folks and catching a cold, but in the meantime, hey, that's I important did stuff. See some fun streaming flicks over on Netflix. They just Woo. got the 2020 release of The Silencing. The body was dumped in the water. You think whoever killed her was hunting her for sport? I wouldn't call it a sport, but yeah. She was hunted. Breaking news. We're here at a crime scene where a body has been found. I need to see that girl. She could be my daughter. I remember hearing about your daughter. I'm still catching up on active cases. My daughter's case is far from active. There's someone out there killing teenage girls. What do you think he used? Called him a lab. Ain't no toy. It's designed to kill.
Me, I won the... He's gonna get what's coming to him. I have some questions. We know that the suspect is in that ladle, and he is at last in his basement. Does your brother own an ladle? Are you forgetting who the sheriff is? There is no sheriff here. We never know as much as we think we do, Alice. That's right. This is a film starring Nicola Coster Waldo. Ha! See, I got it. Oh, out there. you remember Annabelle Wallace? And okay, that and one's John McClane. Um, the fuck is that? Is, you know, some some folks, <laughs> some peeps. Yeah, yeah. In a that's good. My. <laughs> no, Zon, Zon McLaren is uh he's the native actor that's in uh, Oh okay. He plays like every native cop. You ever. know you know his face I like probably this guy. if you saw yes, it. You definitely yeah. would. Yeah. Yeah. Um so this is telling the story of a this is really cold part of Minnesota. A serial killer has has been uh attacking this area for a period of time. Uh, right out the gate though, movie opens up on this beautiful shot of this river. I mean, like really gorgeous cinematography of just Helicopter shot flying over this river. Great coverage. And as we're watching the coverage unfold, we're starting to notice an object floating in the river. And then we realize it's a body. And oh, shit. it's the body of like a teenage girl. Huh. Um, gets pulled out of the river. Meanwhile, we're getting to see uh, Jamie Lannister over here. Is uh, He's been running this game preserve. And he spots two hunters that are trying to poach on his land. And he pulls a shotgun on these guys like... Get out. You, <laughs> it is illegal for you to hunt in here. Um, nice. He's clearly a little little rough around the edges, though. He keeps a bottle of whiskey on him at all times. Clearly not, not the not the sharpest uh, he's ever been in his life. But people listen to what he's got to say. Um, so we've got uh, two parallel stories kind of happening at the same time. There's a new sheriff in town. Uh, she's Always well. Is. She's not new in town, but she's newly elected sheriff, and a lot of people aren't a big fan of her. She's got a younger brother who's quite troubled. That gets in a lot of shenanigans, usually breaking the law. And this time, it seems like he might have bit off a little more than he could chew. He shows up with just covered in blood, and he flat out asks his sister once they are alone, like, "Hey, if I get into some trouble, would you help me?" And before she could answer, the other cop comes back <laughs> in the room. So it's. You're starting to see early on, it's like, okay, you can kind of see, I get the sense of, like, it's kind of basic murder mystery sort of story. The characters at first seem kind of stock, but they do branch out a little bit. I was surprised to see. Um, it's shot beautifully, I will say. It looks mm. gorgeous. It's all shot up in Canada. They try to say it's Minnesota, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's more or less the same, right? It's They're more or less that part of say North that's America. a Minnesotan. It's, it's what or a Canadian. Exactly, right? Yeah, I'm going to get shit on from two sides. Uh, two yeah. sides of the border here. Two frozen um, shits right on your face. <laughs> frozen shits. Neck and well, the chest. Norwegian guy is is playing <laughs> Canadian American. Hell yeah! Um, but like I said, it's it's kind of stock. But I was still intrigued. At ninety minutes, I was like, "All right, you have to move pretty fast." And the movie does. It moves pretty quick. Hmm. It's not like uh, Law and Order SVU or any of those sort of like procedural dramas you see on TV that you could do in an hour. It actually has a little bit more. There's a little bit more culture. 
um, of all things, the, these these girls that are disappearing or getting kidnapped and then murdered are all being murdered with like the same thing and that ladle, oh. this like thousand year old Native American hunting weapon that uh, hmm. it's quite difficult to kind of master, but it's so it really stands out like this is the thing being used, and it's clear that these girls aren't being are being hunted, they're not being sexually assaulted they're not just being diced diced up but they all have one thing in common their their uh vocal cords have been cut they can't make a sound hence the silencing huh oh yeah this this is the this is the through mark and we're kind of watching these two uh storylines run down uh the length of the movie until they finally cross over and meet. And what I find kind of refreshing about this one is that the crossover happens a lot earlier than I thought. I thought I, w- I could kind of see the direction the movie was going. They give you two really obvious uh, people to suspect. Um, sure. About halfway through the movie, both of those people are taken off the list. There's no way it could be either of them. So I was finally, oh, wow. All right. You actually, I'm intrigued because I assume you have shown me who the killer is. Now I'm trying to think back of who it could be. And the real eagle-eyed viewer will pick up on the one or two clues that in hindsight, once it's revealed to you, you're like, okay, I can see that. But um, I actually had a fun ride with this. For being nice. like a pretty low-budget, straight-to-video release film, I mean, I I couldn't turn it off. I wanted to keep it going. Uh, Hell yeah. If uh, Jamie Lannister is one of the biggest cast members of the movie, so be it. He carries this thing. I think everyone did. A, everyone did a great job. Not hey, that guy's a great actor, dude. He is. He I've really never is. seen him give a shit performance. Same here. Uh, uh, Zon McLaren. He's not in a whole lot of the movie, but he is kind of like the other man. He plays the husband of his ex-wife, the child or mm-hmm. the mother of the child that they lost. And part of his motivation for doing what he does for maintaining the game preserve that he does. And it all blends together nicely. Um, where it, where it starts off kind of simple, they do it justice by turning the story just enough at the end. So I'm going to give uh, the silencing two and a half slices. It's not an incredible story, but you know what? I still had a good time watching it. If you're looking for something yeah. else to mix in there, you're, you've seen everything else, please go and dig this one up. Uh, an hour and 37 minutes, so it's not long. And That's it's something a lot of people can sit around and watch. I don't think it ever gets too crazy, crazy violent. If, if you got the squeamish types that don't like to see that sort of stuff, but you get the intrigue, you get the, the, the weight and the heaviness of the family and just that revenge family. sort of story. So family, <laughs> but I, I, I really enjoyed it though. It, it wasn't amazing. It wasn't the best thing I've seen, but I did enjoy myself watching it. So I would nice. recommend. Fuck. Yeah. Well, I got something that's a little longer than an hour and 37 minutes. I got the new (laughs) Michael Mann movie, Ferrari. Two objects cannot occupy the same point in space, the same moment in time. The corner races at you. You have perhaps a crisis of identity. sportsman or a competitor if you 
get into one of my cars, you get in the wind. Slow. And so? You're going broke. How? You spend more than you made. So what do I do? Win the Mille Milla, Enzo. Or you are out of business. This is a gun pointed at our head. You should assign me control of your stock. I have to have all the cards in my hand. Well, half the cards are in my hand. All of us are racers. It's our deadly passion. Our terrible joy. No one did me be back. How can I stay with? If Anthony is looking for a scapegoat, then here I am. You were supposed to save him. You promised me he wouldn't die. The father deluded himself. Two objects cannot occupy the same point in space at the same moment in time. All right, now, I don't know. I, I was like, I don't give a fuck about this movie. I don't care about Ferraris. Fuck you, Adam Driver. Go back to Star Wars. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, it, it's pretty pretty good story here. It's uh, I want to say it's about ten years after Ferrari opened. They're they're doing they're doing all right. Uh, okay. it, you can tell that Ferrari is just he's hands on with the cars, but the real money, the the real person behind the scenes doing a lot of the work is the white his wife, played by Penelope Cruz. And uh, at this point. He's not so worried about making the cars. He, he sure he, he, that's important to him, but he's more about racing the cars. He wants to be a, have a champions championship uh, now, fleet of is, people. This is Enzo Ferrari, right? Enzo Ferrari, yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes, yeah. The guy's crazy. Right. No, no, no. Yeah. I just <laughs> Money's not so great for the company, but he he's really hoping this racing thing happens. Like he he hopes that his team wins this fantastically rough, like long race, and that will bring some some name, some more clout to his name, and people want to buy the cars more. Uh, and things aren't really solid with him and his wife. His wife knows that he is. A philanderer and she allows it she's like all right that's cool as long as you're back before the maid gets here in the morning and everything looks copacetic but what she doesn't know is that he has another family uh he he's in love with a uh, uh shailene woodley and they have a, a child together but oh, and he knows the child he's with her every night he's with the child the child knows and loves him but she can't let her friends know who the father is and the boy can't have his last name. And it's kind of about keeping that a secret from her. And it's also about the big race. And they're, they're spending a lot of time setting up who he is and who, who his family is. The first mm -hmm. act and a half is kind of slow, kind of dull to me, 
But then it really picks up once this race starts because there's a lot of crazy stuff that happens in it, and it's beautiful. This this is shot in Italy. You can tell they have these actual cars. Uh, the acting is fantastic. I will say Penelope Cruz looks like she's like a walking corpse a lot of the movie because her character oh is always sad and whatnot, but she always looks like she's sunken eyes and just like she's gone through some hell. Yeah. And and he's like looking all great. And Shailene's like, yeah, yeah, I'm just kind of a housewife kind of lady, but I don't have a husband. Uh, and Patrick Dempsey, the second movie I seen him in this year, he was in Thanksgiving as well. He's given a great performance. Other people in it are great. Uh, like I said, the scenery is beautiful. When they're racing, you see the luscious landscapes of Italy. Uh, and apparently they filmed at a lot of areas that Enzo Ferrari actually went to, like the factory, uh, the barber shop that he went to. And oh, lived, like there's so cool. much meticulous details that Michael Mann put into this. And like I said, really great performances. Story's all right, but it just takes a while to get intriguing to me. Uh, but overall, pretty good watch. Uh, definitely worth seeing on the big screen to see all this like beautiful oh, stuff yeah. on it, and and the, the the fucking sound design is so. I was gonna cool. ask. Oh, that's oh, you the one love thing. it, man. A car movie has to have amazing sound. That's yeah, yeah. Nice. It is something. Uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna give Ferrari. I'm gonna give it two and a half slices of the toast. Okay. Uh, I, I, I want. If it was a little quicker, maybe a little more stuff happened in the beginning, maybe it'd go in another direction, but yeah, you know, overall, I can't complain. It was a fun watch. Interesting. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I was yeah. curious what after I as much as I loved uh, Ford versus Ferrari when I heard this one was getting made, I was like, "Oh, well, I'd love to hear their side of the story." Like it's cuz they right. had a very similar experience, although they were established well before that uh that race that that movie's mm. about. So I mean, everyone has heard of Ferrari, so it's sure. When, yeah. why, why not get that origin story? What I'm curious, what the uh, if a Lamborghini would be just as intriguing? Guess we'll have to wait. Maybe you never know. You just gotta find that right that right entry point, and and any screenwriter or director could take it in a fun direction. I guess. Right. Right. But it could also crash and burn. You never know. Right. You never just like any car race. That's that's how they go. <laughs> Bound to happen, folks. Speaking of crashing and burning, Dennis, I have a new rom-com called Anyone But You. Hey, head of the wedding. Of my sister? Yes, I am. So where's your fiance? Wait, is this him? Hey, I'm Ben. I was her hall pass on your break. Wow, you are a child. It's a pretty long flight. Do you want anything from the front of the boat? I'm all good on creatine and smell thick insecurity. Nothing small about me. What the? That's the jerk who we got with when she was on her break from Jonathan. I could never be with someone like him. This girl's a disaster. They're gonna ruin our wedding. Sorry. How's it going, stranger? What's going on over there? They dated, she crushed his heart. That man does not have a heart. No way. Honey, look who's here! Who is it? My ex. Jonathan, my parents have been trying to get us back together. He's like a son to us. Maybe we should just tell everyone we're together. What? It would solve that problem for me, and you clearly want Margaret. She sees you with me. She wants what she can't have. There's no way we can convince anyone we actually like each other. You know, I still think about that night we spent together. Shut up. No, I'm serious. No matter how it ended, you're still pretty amazing. Convincing enough? Let's do it. Honey, here he is. Oh, no, I'm with Ben. 
So is it like we just got together or we been sneaking around? Let's just be affectionate. Showtime. Permission to put my left hand on your right buttock. Granted, not a magic lamp. Hey, little guy. God damn it. We have to kick it up a notch. Nice touch. Nice dress. Oh, no, no, it's gonna be hot. When are you ever gonna learn? Fuck it, it's fine. Titanic me. Are they watching? Are they doing Titanic? They're gone, show's over. Oh my god. Do you have a mole or something on your butt? No. What the fuck? One might be in you. I'm good. It's probably a better way to check than what I did. It's a bad idea, right? What did we miss? What did we miss? Fuck it, it's fine. Uh, it stars Sydney Sweeney and Glenn Powell. Uh, these two people, uh, they meet and they have this amazing one night stand, but they don't even fuck. They're just having like a, this great. They're, they're they're staying up all night, cooking, <laughs> talking, getting to know each other, and then uh. Something happens and they become bitter enemies. Her sister is get uh just started a relationship with his childhood best friend's uh sister, who he's kind of a sister, a uh, brother to. And uh a year goes by, they haven't seen one another, and uh the two girl, the two ladies are getting married at in, in Australia, and uh both these people are staying at the same house together and everyone in the house, including the parents and everyone's trying to get these two enemies to become lovers once again. And, oh my uh, God. and then oh they're, they're I'm really already. selling it hard. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and they they catch on very quickly because it's, it's not subtle at all. And after a while, of they're course. like, fuck it. Let's pretend we're in a relationship and we'll just fucking make them happy. But okay. as luck would have it, uh, they start uh, the, the guys ex while they're taking it, right? Oh, I don't know, Dennis. <laughs> and guess what? The parents really love her ex fiance, and they invited him out and surprised her with him. So it's like now they got to make each other look good, but also appealing to the other one. And some wacky antics happen. I know I'm talking like this is lame because the story's kind of been done a million times, but. The the relationship, the, the the chemistry that these two have, it's kind of sweet. It's kind of fun. Uh, they, they really okay. play well okay. off one another. Uh, the, the Sydney Sweeney is a pretty good actress. And this Glenn Powell is a pretty good uh, actor. He's really giving me like uh, strong Chris Evans style vibes, which I know isn't really anything. But like he really <laughs> seems like he's channeling him, uh, I, I, which, which is nice. <laughs> and uh, fucking... Um, uh, this this uh, one of the co-stars in the movie is uh, this guy named Gata, who is uh, the hype man for Little Dicky. And uh, oh. he's on his TV show and he's the real hype man in real life. And I love him on that show. Uh, but in this movie, he's in, in, in it and he's fantastic. I want to see more of this guy Gata on the uh, in movies like it's fucking hilarious. But uh, nice. I will say for an R rated rom-com they don't push the boundaries it's like a fine line of romance and comedy i think so now i kind of want to look this up i'm pretty sure it is but there's nothing okay. that really is overt i mean maybe we see some nakedness here and there and and but i don't know i don't i don't want to spoil it overall i really had a good time watching this movie i had zero expectations for it and i was okay. really okay. really having a good time uh, and it flies by. I feel like this is definitely like in the hour 30, hour 40 zone. 
just that sweet, sweet in and out of the theater vibe. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I definitely would check it out if you're if you're into rom coms. Uh, I'm gonna give it three slices of toast because I really, really okay. dug any one but you. Nice. All right. All yeah. right, folks. This is a movie that was released in theaters this la- uh, end of this last summer. Uh, well, I guess September 29th, as the uh, the thumbnail here <laughs> dictates. But um, big, big hype flick. I remember hearing about this for quite some time. I was really looking forward to it. We're talking about the creator. When the war started, they protected me. Took better care of me than humans would have. They're not people, Maya. It's just programming. Ten years ago today, the artificial intelligence created to protect us detonated a nuclear warhead in Los Angeles. This is a fight for our very existence. Sergeant Taylor, we are this close to winning the war. But the AI are developing a super weapon. Retrieve it. Or they win. Yeah, it's just a kid. Are you going to heaven? No. You gotta be a good person to go to heaven. So we're just saying we can't go to heaven because you're not good. And I'm not a person. Do you have any idea what the thing is? She looks like a little girl now, but she's growing. Whoever has that kid wins the war. Side you want, huh? What do you want, sweetie? For robots to be free. Oh, we don't have that in the fridge. How about ice cream? <laughs> Yes, uh, oh, yeah. this is the Gareth Edwards big blockbuster feature that um, I know, like I said, we've been seeing in all of the uh, the summertime blockbusters that came out. I remember when we went to see Oppenheimer. This was a trailer that led before it. It's oh, it's one, it has an impressive cast. I like the tone of what they were advertising, what they're trying to sell to you. Mm-hmm. Um, this is taking place in the far future where you're hearing a familiar story of the it seems the AI robotic aspect of our society has struck Very back timely. against their their master humans, and they dropped a bomb in uh, a nuclear bomb in Los Angeles, and this is now like they've basically turned it into the Pentagon. This is where we strike back uh, all of the Western Hemisphere. Robots aren't even allowed anymore. We can't even have AI. They've all fled to New Asia with a whole bunch of other uh, robot sympathizing <laughs> people and. It's a full-scale war. I mean, it's 
they've uh i believe what's the craft called nova they, they have this recall. ship they, they have this incredible ship that floats in low orbit that it just pinpoint shoots nuclear bombs wherever they need to throw them and uh they they're constantly striking back at the uh, the robots whenever they get their shot. Um, but then we meet this guy who's kind of in the middle of things. Turns out he's a double agent. He was he's working Uh-oh. for the Westerners, but he's pretending to be on the side of like these these rebel AI fighter folks. Where he spent a lot of time where he he meets his wife. They have a child. It's it's intense. It's really heavy. The uh, the character mm-hmm. development I thought was really great. They they drew out really cool characters very moving stories the motivation for each for everyone makes sense allison janney mm-hmm. even being the, oh like she stole the show to me she was fantastic she that. um brilliant cast everyone did a great job but it's correct me if i'm wrong every scene went on for like a five to ten extra minutes than i think we really needed and yeah Okay, I get it. Oh, 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 we're ge- we're still doing it. Oh, wow. All right, uh-huh. we're, gonna we're gonna keep looking at it. We're gonna keep looking at it. Oh my god. All right. Can we please, for the love of God, move on? I get it now. And <laughs> to me, the entire movie really felt like that. I hate to say it. As as pretty as it looked, as well performed as things were, there was a lot of moments that I just like. Okay, we've seen this flashback three or four times now. Sure. I I understand what you're trying to tell me. Please either just say it and move on. Or do something, like, reveal something new to me. But nothing was shocking in this movie to me. No, everything was on the nose. Yeah, you could see stuff coming a mile away. But I still had a good time watching it. It was was thrilling. I I will say I didn't like the whole chapter one, chapter two. I'm not a big fan of the chapters in movies, personally. I don't know why. Uh, I, I really enjoy the soundtrack too and, and the world that they built like you said it does look visually pleasing and even the CG it's not not bad I feel like they look things no. look pretty good things are pretty sensible um, too like the way they approach yeah. just the practicality of how things functioned and like the integration of people and these like cyborgs and robots and, you know depending on where you are in the world they all kind of mm-hmm. seamlessly work together and then you get the fucked up like the bombs they talk to where like they oh. had a personality, I'm just like, oh man, mm-hmm. and that's kind of fucked up. They still had to break off, like they were willing to serve all that stuff. It's like you had these really cool elements, but it's just, I just feel like a lot of it just got spread too thin, you know. For and it is two and a half hours, so it's it is a it is a long round. Uh, uh, Ken Watanabe, I always oh, love he that guy. He kicks mm-hmm. ass. I, I, I would have like. I thought we were going to see more of him. I didn't realize he was regulated to such a specific role. Right. Um, the Amar Chada Patel, the simulant, like the cop leader guy that they like kept bringing back. Like they kill him and they make <laughs> another one. That guy, like, he just had this presence too that was just really uh-huh. badass. This sort of RoboCopy sort of thing about him, and the dude was huge too. Whether or not that was. Mm. Camera angles or what, but they they sold it well. I like the intimidating right. presence of certain characters, um, and even that little girl. She did a great job of selling. Oh yeah, Alfie, uh, Madeline, mm. you know, Olyez. Um, you really she, feel for her, man. Did, yes, yeah, and it's it was very the emotion she was expressing. I thought was very solid. Like they, they you had these really really great moments. It's just, and then we just go for a while, and I would kind of like. Mm. 
Mm -hmm. almost check out because it took so long to get to the next important like impactful thing and i feel like we yeah. it could have all been impactful if we just tightened it up a little bit further gareth edwards i'm sorry i hate to true <laughs> i hate to say it but man it i think, I think picking up on a, on a rhythm on this episode is a lot of a lot of movies a little too long <laughs> in tooth which but i have to say bit. i will i gotta give them some points for at least taking the risk because we've been sitting through two, two and a half hour superhero movies for years mm -hmm. that so many of them come out just barely above average or yeah. often not good. That I am, it was refreshing to at least see a property that I'm not familiar with already. Mm -hmm. Even on this big scale, like a hundred million dollar movie, like, come on. So for right. them to take a risk on something that looks this visually appealing, thank you. Thank you. Finally, what, like, what also stands that. out to me uh, that, that I, I didn't know going in, but after like hearing interviews and reading things, I think they shot this on like a pro cameras, like a pro consumer camera, like a very easily attainable yeah. camera that oh anybody God. could really have. It wasn't anything expensive, but it looked visually like stunning, which yes. is always yeah, absolutely. intriguing. And and honestly. Having uh, John David Washington as your lead, he's always giving a great performance. I I've never seen the guy turn out a bad performance, and this is no exception here. Like he like is you're, selling you're it. Feeling his pain on screen every time when it, when you when you have those moments, you're you're feeling that tension of just getting through the job. You know, it's he's so good at uh, showing the emotion that needs to be reflected back onto the on screen, what his character should be sharing. I never mm -hmm. felt like we got cheated out of anything. Um, I, I agree. He was fantastic in this movie. Uh, as with a lot of the cast, uh, really. True. 100%. Uh, yeah. Um, I would give it two and a half slices. As weird as it is, I enjoyed it just as much as the silencing. Very different mm -hmm. movies, very different budgets, but it's all a matter of where you're committing your time and effort. Um one movie focused all their time and effort down to a shorter span of time. Although the story might have been simpler, the performances were fantastic. Here, you have incredible performances. The visuals are stunning, but it just—I think we milked it a little too long. Yeah, I think it could have done without a few minutes of on screen. But I still thought it look, looks awesome um, and unique to itself. The story itself might be familiar, but the way it's presented the world we're living in isn't quite, you know, I, I don't immediately think mm -hmm. of one or two other, other titles. Whereas there's a thing we'll tag team review later that I can list off a bunch of different licensed works that it looks just like. So we'll get, to I that can't later. wait to talk about that. <laughs> oh boy. Well, let me try to save though? us. Uh, yeah, yeah no, I'm going to piggyback with you two and a half. I'd give it as well. Uh, if it was shorter, yeah, maybe a three slicer, but yeah, two and a half. I'm, I'm with you. Line to ride. Yep. Yeah. If you took about 20, 30 minutes off, I would be a three, three and a half almost for me. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Uh, I'm going to change pace a little bit here and go to, uh, go to a little indie ish, uh, smaller movie, uh, a, new, a little movie called poor things. This is Bella. Bye. Bye. Ah. Bella, this is Mr. McCandles. Hello, Bella. No. She's an experiment. Good evening. Her brain and her body are not quite synchronized. 
but she is progressing at an accelerated pace. Tell me, where did she come from? I shall. For it is a happy tale. I am Bella Baxter, and there is a world to enjoy, circumnavigate. It is the goal of all to progress, grow. A woman plotting her course to freedom. How delightful. This is uh, directed and written by the uh, uh, director who did movies like The Lobster, The Favorite, um, fucking Killing of a Sacred Deer, these really bizarre, visionary style films. And uh, this movie is uh, definitely a beast of its own. Uh, it's it's kind of like a Frankenstein type tale. Uh, you have this this kind of mad scientist type guy played by none other than fucking uh, Green Goblin himself, Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe and nice. he, uh, we, he has this, I don't want to say daughter, but daughter figure who's also an experiment that he's working on. Uh, oh, we find okay. out that he took the body of a dead woman who had a fetus inside of her. He scooped the fetus out of her scoop the brain out of the fetus, scoop the brain out of the woman, put the brain of the baby inside the woman, and he's been running tests, uh, subjects on her, uh, ha keeping her locked up in his house, controlling everything that's kind of happening in her life, and just Dude. keeping data on her. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's fucking crazy. That's, that's only the tipping of the iceberg here. And, uh, the, the woman, of course, is played by Emma Stone and she is giving a, an award-winning performance here like the way she moves the physicality the way she speaks it's like holy shit I buy everything that is is going on with there and uh, so okay and and you also see in this world uh, this house that she lives in he's he's done weird things to people uh not people but to animals like there's like a chicken with a dog's head on it. Uh, all these different animals with bodies and heads of other things. All these wacky experiments. And it's 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 very crazy. It's like like an animated Tim Burton movie come to life. I know Tim Burton does live action things, but it's like a more fucked up Tim Burton movie. It looks visually fucking amazing. Damn. But there's a lot of weird fish-eyed like, fish shots like throughout the whole movie and it's so weird and kind of jarring but it works for what this movie is and the movie's okay. a bit long you never know where it's gonna go and it's just so like fucking interesting and just crazy to watch and and, it, and it's it's interesting to see the world through someone else's eyes kind of discovering the world in herself huh. in a way uh okay i i think i'm gonna give it three and a half slices of toast Damn, it's right. it's a really right. good movie. And I'm nice. sorry, I, I'm trying to back away from walking through the movie, but it's just hard to like not fully and there's more. There's a lot more. I'm I'm holding back. 
And uh, you see, and you see a lot happening to this character. She goes through a whole ordeal, and it's it's pretty interesting, and uplifting, and sad, and funny, and so many emotions. Interesting. That's intriguing, though. I, I yeah. I based on what I saw for the advertising, what I saw in the trailers and stuff. Not at all what I <laughs> what you just told oh, me. No. So, whoa, that's intense. Oh, damn. Okay. Mm. Yeah, so especially given that cast, I would I would figure their performances would be pretty pretty stellar too. So oh everyone's yeah. top notch. I'm fantastic. Intrigued. I'm intrigued. I suggest anybody go out and check it in theaters while they can because to hear the reactions of everyone in the audience, it's priceless. Like everyone's experiencing <laughs> fucked up stuff. <laughs> and it's weird to say this movie's really fucked up, but nothing compared to any of this director's other films. Like this is the tamest out of all these other films he's done, but it's really fucked up in a way. Oh, and, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. But yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely a good movie. I don't know. I don't know if we're going to give such a stellar review to the next movie, but uh, yeah, I think see. we should, we'll more, should roll into it. Uh, we'll, we'll have more chances. It sounds like uh, <laughs> to, to view later ones. Well, if you haven't guessed, oh, yeah. folks, this is a, a big blockbuster that's uh, just hit Netflix this last week. Talking about Rebel Moon. When I found you in the wreckage of that ship, I considered leaving you. I was afraid you could bring trouble to us. What do you think they want? Everything. We're just farmers, we're not a threat. They won't just kill us, will they? You're delusional. You think those soldiers will show their mercy? for soldiers for a fight against the mother world. I could help you. The small fee, obviously. <laughs> you may want to hold on. I'm here to make you an offer. To give you a chance at redemption. We are beyond redemption. What about revenge? This isn't just pursuit of revolution. I have found her. The most wanted fugitive in the known universe.
the universe. The big Zack Snyder blockbuster, the sci-fi epic. You know what, what's uh, what is he? What is this guy going to do when he's unrestrained by Marvel and DC? Well, he's going to make exactly Marvel and DC combined. I guess. <laughs> Just kidding. He's okay. going to make a lot of things um, combined, man. A lot of things combined. Oh my god! So I, I well, will here's have what to I say, saw. Yes. What did you? I see? saw fucking How to Train Your Dragon. Fucking. Game of Thrones, fucking Star Wars, uh, fucking modern day banking. Uh, I, I say that because people just like the garb is all over the place and there's people wearing button down shirts. Everyone looks like they're in their own fucking movie. I don't fucking know. I, 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 I it's, yeah. yeah, there's no, I, I definitely also saw a lot of Star Wars in here. Um, a little bit of like, I don't know. Last Samurai dances with wolves sort of aspect to some of the characters, maybe not the whole story, mm -hmm. but like you said, it's like we just took characters out of all of these different known things. Uh, funny enough, the visuals to me, this is what a live action Warhammer 40k adaptation of the Imperial Guard would look like from the armor down to their weapons. The guns killed me, the guns are straight up fucking warhammer 40k look up huh. bolt pistol and that's what this chick carries the entire goddamn movie is the fucking bolt pistol from uh warhammer 40k the we get the orcs from lord of the rings for some reason like <laughs> not even not even a little like him like fucking one for one we're just gonna rip off peter jackson's orcs and we're gonna put him why in not space. they're good orcs um i like i was saying before i rewatched some harry potter shit fucking harry potter sprinkled in here a little bit too mm -hmm. like it's i don't know what to feel about this movie so it's it's a it's a story of a small farming village that is come under oppression of the ruling class the the current empire that's ruling the core of the galaxy their most recent king has been murdered and all of the upper echelons of the military command are now fighting for power we're trying to struggle to um keep hold of the ring worlds, the, the edge worlds. Where does this fucking sound familiar? Every other sci-fi epic that's ever been, it's Dune, <laughs> it's Star Wars, it's Star Trek, it's fucking everything you've ever read or heard or seen before, literally. And that was like, okay, where do we get in the twist? What, where's her psychic powers kick in? Where is she gonna get her fucking magical dragon thing? Like, I'm waiting for the, the thing that finally makes it like its own thing and it never happens. It really right? never shows up. And it's just like, oh, I'm sorry. Maintaining course. I, oh I it took me three viewings to get through this fucking movie, man. Like, I did not give a fuck. Like, you're spending, I, I clocked it an hour and 37 minutes out of a two hour and something minute movie setting up your team, just meeting all these characters. They all have their mm. quirks and they all just jump in to work together. And it all just feels right. so fucking lame. And it's like, I honestly didn't really know what the fuck was going on most of the movie. And I had so much high expectations for this movie. Everyone's been talking about it. And this was the whole famous story of Zack Snyder wanted to make a Star Wars movie, pitched it to him. They didn't want it. He said, I'll make it myself. So it's like, oh, sweet. That's going to be badass. Fuck that. No, I see why they said no. But Netflix is like, yeah, let's make a fucking franchise out of this. And let's but already make it a two part movie before we even. Oh, 
And it's like, it's like it's, you're, you're, you're made two movies already. You want to make a prequel serious. You want to make games. Somehow you're, you're claiming that this is connected to uh, Army of the Dead or whatever his, his dead franchise is. And I'm like, how? Why? What? Fuck you. That was a good oh franchise. This is a bad it's franchise. Really yeah. yeah. I even bought the, the Stupid uh, Thief spinoff one. Where we, we yeah, that was the, okay. I, I actually enjoyed that because at least the actor yeah. was fantastic and he carried the Charismatic. This none I, of these characters really had personality. They all just had Charlie a Hunnam. We, you, okay, you Google this movie. Charlie Hunnam is the first name that comes up. You don't see him until an hour into the goddamn movie. You see him for mm-hmm. ten minutes. He disappears until the last fucking hour or whatever thirty minutes of the movie. And then again, you only see him for like less than ten minutes, and he's gone again. By right. then, I don't even give a shit whether he exists anymore. <laughs> and then we I will say. Him- yeah. Oh God damn it! Was it was so nice crazy. to actually see him use his actual proper oh. like voice and not do an American yeah. accent. I'm like, all right, this doing, is cool. Doing a shitty American accent that he's like, yeah, only yeah. okay at doing. Yeah, but yeah, I um, feel like the first 45 minutes were just two people talking most of the time. A little bit of action, and then so many cutaways to like this lady as like a child and flashbacks that I don't give a fuck about. You yeah, could have spent so great. much of this movie and you made an hour and a half had- movie. This happened, and I'm like, okay, now show me what you're gonna do now. I don't care about yeah. all the little intricacies. The uh, the Admiral Atticus character, I kind of I liked him. The villain, he was kind of cool <laughs> in that. Like again, this is going back to the Warhammer 40k comparison. He looks just like an Imperial Guardsman, like an officer, almost a commissary. <laughs> it's down to the uniform. It's it's like he was reading the Warhammer fucking sci-fi novels <laughs> and just ripped all of the descriptions of the weapons, the armor, the way they organize themselves, the way they behave on their ships. I mean, like, incredible detail. I'm surprised fucking uh, the Black Library and uh, what's its fuck, the company that owns all that stuff, uh, all that shit, isn't, like, trying yeah. to sue him because, <laughs> like, incredible detail was just ripped right out of the right out of that stuff. And I am just was flabbergasted. Uh, the, the, the piratey guy, the, I forget what his fucking name, it didn't even get to learn his name, and then he died. Right? Fucking, I, the one cool guy with the dreads that fucking stabbed the the co- the cockpit of that ship uh-huh. was like one of the few guys I liked in this. And then, of course, you got to fucking kill him. Spoiler alert. Um, I wanted, I really wanted to like this one purely based on the fact that I love that they took a risk on something new and different. Yeah, and that's what I want to see. It's just this one is, but this. it's. I, I hate that it was like the creator and and the uh, uh, Rebel Moon. I'm saying the same thing, and it's like I love that you tried. I love that you tried. That's just it's just not- I feel like Netflix was too afraid to step in and tell Zack Snyder, "Hey, why don't we rein it in a bit? Why don't we right. put a little bit more focus on X instead of Y?" But I get it. It's like he has a whole nother movie where stuff stuff probably gets more climactic. But I'm like, I feel like. You spend all that time getting these people together and then the climax happens in a flash and it was so simple. And yeah. it's like, really? Oh, and, and you want me to come back like, for more of this? And then, and then they undo it. From under it. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, uh, oh, oh, okay. Well, I guess tune in next time for more of yeah. the same thing. Um, oh, having said that, I fuck. still saw cool shit like Simon uh, sure. Hansu, uh, General Titus, the guy that the got out of the Coliseum, I, that actor's great. He's always just mm-hmm. has that formidable presence, and he's always just this 
fucking tough, badass sort of dude. Yep. Um, uh, Stas Nair that played Tarok, the, the Conan, the barbarian looking guy. Which mm. again, he's just like Conan. He's literally yep. Conan. He's he literally out. looked like young Conan or whatever the uh, the prequel Conan with the fucking uh, Jason Momoa. I'm like, he kind of looks exactly like Jason Momoa's Conan. Right. I th- which again, there's an, yet another property that I think he was just like, yeah, let's throw Conan in there. And he mm-hmm. was a cool character writing a fucking sure. And again, watching but dress. that doesn't pay off. I thought they were no, going to take the fucking beast with them. Right, take that or, shit or, with you, or, or he can fly through space and it like catches up with him or some shit. What's with yeah. all this? Like, okay, the basic, the base story here. We want to get the ship off world because we're just lowly farmers. They go to all of these other planets. They kick <laughs> all this ass somewhere else. And they're like, oh, that's enough. They're gonna leave now. All right, yeah, so story's over then. And like, bunch what of the bullshit. Fuck? Why do you all wait? So we can just leave. We we can just go. <laughs> right, not everyone want to. But it's not like this big deal that we have to go. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just we we tried to heighten these stakes that I didn't really buy, and then these things I was really intrigued by. We did nothing with like Jimmy, sure, the robot. I liked mm-hmm. the, and then you see that fucking epic shot of him like standing out in the field defending the town against nothing. I'm like, oh, yeah, well, I'm like, oh, this is gonna happen. Guy. It's gonna pay off. Nope, not at all. Nope. We get love, love from uh, uh, Game of Thrones that do nothing. Uh, Gunner, the farmer guy that gets everyone else fucked, like the guy right. that doesn't really do much of anything, <laughs> and it's like, oh, you're not Game of Thronesy in this at all. Um, no, the quick shot of Carrie Elwes, like you got these right? guys have some really interesting acting or char- like actor casting choices, and then you kind of do nothing with it, or like the soldier, the the guy that d- tries to fight, I'm sorry. Uh, that tries to help the raped girl from you know the girl that, from getting attacked. Mm-hmm. He he's the only one willing to stay. And then we fuck it. All right, we'll just never see this guy again. Or or yeah. Anthony Hawkins. What what is he? Just uh, giving like a VO. I feel like it's like come on. I want more. You have I don't know. It, you know everything you know about what this I thought, movie frustrated me. What I thought that Anthony Hopkins. I thought he was actually going to be the king. And that I did too. Like, it was like a decree, like all the robots will just carry his voice. So you, you know, it'd be this badass, like, and all, cool. all the soldiers hear his voice in the battlefield because and I was like, nope, not even that cool. All right, never mind. Yeah. The cool, the coolest daddy <sighs> finally gets killed, and then he's kind of not. So yeah. And it's like he's not cool anymore. The I fight know. scenes, I, I couldn't tell whether I liked him or not. Like a lot of slow-mo fight scenes, very heavily like requiring CG. Yeah, some were cool, most too. were kind of lame. I, I thought know, a lot man. of some of the visuals looked cool. They you set up these kind of like cool moments, but then yeah. it felt like I was watching a movie that was filmed on five different format cameras. Like mm-hmm. you would have these weird things where it's like only the center of frame is in focus, and then everything else is blurry, and it like hurt my eyes. I'm like, is this supposed to be for fucking 3D or something? <laughs> and then you get to these scenes where all of a sudden it looks like you're shooting it on a fucking iPhone, and mm-hmm. everything is in flat focus, and then you get to the height. I'm like, I don't. Make up your mind, dude. I, it's not visually appealing to me as an audience member whatsoever. A few things, yes, but then you'd have these things. I would just like staring at the screen, like, what? Why did you choose this? Right. And then, like, I there's there's the whole the main character lady and the farmer guy are in love, and I'm like, I don't buy that. I don't really see how they're in love. They they talked a little bit. They they shared stories. They but look at each other longingly. 
yeah, had nothing really saying, oh, fuck, these guys are in love. But everyone's like, oh, you love her and she loves you. And it's like, do, well, do no, you? Everyone, oh, okay. everyone in the fucking village at the beginning was just like, you're going to go fuck Gaston because Gaston wants to fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Gaston doesn't do shit. So <laughs> he got the biggest yeah. elk, though. So oh, you man uh, yeah man it's there's things i i there's there's fragments i enjoyed there's a lot of things i wanted to enjoy more and there's several things i just couldn't stand i don't so think i enjoyed I, anything uh, i don't blame you dude it's it's hard to i'm and personally i think i feel like i'm struggling it's mm. um there's little fragments of things okay uh dominic burgess i don't know if that that name rings a bell but nah. uh, in an episode of it's always sunny in philadelphia the, the last member of the gang, the crazy guy that went to the insane asylum and came back because they thought he killed and ate his family. So that actor is in the movie. He plays the alien that tries to buy the farm, farm huh. boy, grabs yeah. him by the junk, and I could show you good to all this. Like it was like, oh, right. there's it was like I, just hearing that guy's voice come out of the alien. <laughs> was like, oh, this is I'm uncomfortable now. This is really <laughs> yeah. Um, there was just these little bits of things like the obvious lightsaber ripoff moment. Oh, I was like, God. Oh, all right. These are all right. And then you don't even use them like in a cool, like you drug yeah. out this fight that I'm just like, okay, it's a spider lady. Mm -hmm. Obviously she's, she's killing kids. Kill her. Right. Easy like, enough. But nope, we're going to have a 20 minute conversation with her before nope. it happens. Ginsu knife the fuck out of that spider. Mm -hmm. And be done with it. And then you yeah. get all this epic. Okay, that's that's the part of the problem. You get all this epic shit with her. You go to the badass like rebellion group, and it's like an argument. Okay, mm -hmm. I'll go. Where's the cool <laughs> fucking win over thing? The gladiator guy. No, we're just uh -huh. gonna scrub the dirt off him. No, he's good to go. Yeah, yeah. Not even what? us. We're gonna we're gonna have someone else do that, and then he'll be like, "I will join you." The other guy, it's like, hey, you're a slave, but if if you can ride this fucking griffin, you're good. And it's like, oh, wow. If he could have done that, why didn't he do it years ago? Right. He was capable. It's like he just now put that table, that offer on the table. I it's a, it's at least that was something more visually interesting. Even uh, yeah. The, the story aspect of it was dumb of just like, oh, well, if he could have just why didn't he ask him if he could do that? And <sighs> And right. I get it, yes, plot for plot device reasons, uh, plot armor, as they say. Um, hmm. but I just, yeah, I wanted more. I really hoped this was going to be the next fucking big epic thing, but I really don't see this. Yeah, I'll just wait till Dune. That's fine. I'll wait till Dune. Fair enough. I, I like, yeah. I liked Dune. I didn't like, I wasn't cheesing over it, but fucking better than this. So, <laughs> yeah, you're telling me. Uh, fucking Rebel Moon Part One: A Child of Fire didn't get you excited for Rebel Moon Two, whatever bullshit title that is. Fucking Damn, Moon Child, baby! Wow, I wouldn't be shocked. Fuck that! Uh, how many slices are you gonna give this one? Uh, buck and a half. I'm doing one and a half slices. The things I enjoyed. Um. Costume design I thought looked really cool. The sets I thought were very well built out. Those, the physical, like actual in-camera visuals looked really good. Some of the alien design I thought was interesting. And then it got super lazy really fast. And it's like, and then it all changed. And then it all, it's all gone. It's like, 
then I'm just recognizing cookie cutter, drag and drop, copy and paste shit everywhere. Things like you said that Adam and I have been tearing apart of. We can nitpick things we recognize from so many other copywritten universes and stories. It's really hard to even like call this unique at the end of the day. Um, it's like it's like Sadly. a fanboys. It's like fan fiction. Someone's like handwritten fan fiction finally made into a movie is really what it feels. That's like, like uh, over on uh, our uh, fucking TikTok account. I uh, this morning I put out my little movie from Ford, and someone's like. Yeah, Rebel Moon is Star Wars without Star Wars. It's like Rogue One. And I'm like, I don't see how this is like Rogue One besides putting a team together for a mission. Rogue One had substance. This had nothing. Rogue One, you're still fighting against the fucking Empire. I don't care what you say. It's still Uh Star Wars. And it wasn't an amalgamation of all this other bullshit thrown at the fucking wall. It was a fucking movie. Sure, it didn't have Luke Skywalker. It had Darth Vader, all right. But Fuck yeah. I don't know. I'm going to give... It had one of the coolest TIE Fighter sounds in all the series, too. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> yeah. I- I'm giving this half a slice. And that's half me a- being generous, I feel like. But Fair enough. I-, I don't know. I don't blame you, man. There's... Yeah. I want to yeah, like it as much as you liked it, which isn't even a whole bunch, but... Is it, yeah, it's know. it's like there's... I like these little bits, sci-fi bits about it, and I like... I like the risk that was taken. I gotta, I mm-hmm. gotta have a little bit of respect for that. But it's the at the end of the day, the execution just did not sing home to me. I just didn't. No, not one I would recommend. Maybe let's see how fucking part do goes, mm-hmm. and hopefully it's only two. My guess is this is always supposed to be three or four. Let's be honest. Right. I know there's stock of prequel. I think an animated serious. Right. Uh, so much bullshit. They probably Video already games. have to announce that stuff because they already started making all this shit. And it's like, and I might yeah. be making this up in my head, but I feel like it's true. I don't know. I hope I'm wrong. I don't know. But I feel like I you're right. They, they're probably planning a whole thing. It's like, dude, go back. You, you've done good movies. Honestly, all the big movies that he's done, I, I haven't been a giant fan of. I think my favorite movie of his is uh, Dawn of the Dead. I, I loved it with, with James Gunn's story, his directing. I loved it. Yeah. 300? Right. No, I, I can dead. give or oh, take. Army of the Dead is by far my my, my favorite yes. of his. Three, but, 300 I but, still have a soft spot for and that just... The first time getting giving a story like that was... Mm, I was really... Bringing that graphic novel to life. Yes. In I, a big bad way. Still, still kicks ass. Uh, I will say I did like his cut of Justice League more, but I still think it wasn't great. I, I didn't care for the Man of Steel series. Uh, I didn't care about Watchmen. I did kind of like, like Sucker Punch, which I know a lot of people oh, didn't like. Yeah, I, I like that. I too. loved it. Yeah. It was it was a, it had a really fun visual style, and I like that story. That world is mm-hmm. fucked. That's a great oh, use yeah. of an abstract story too. Of like now, yeah, incorporating everything being figurative. It's all in their minds. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. Maybe beautiful. We bring some of that fucking stuff into here, and then right? I can digest you a lot of the crap. Get John Hamm in here giving lobotomies to all these girls, all these people. I'm like, all right, that's crack. twisted and see coming. <laughs> right. Ugh. Fuck. Maybe. Well, yeah. Fuck it. Hey, maybe we're just well, not the right audience for it. Hey, hey! Uh, these visuals were working. Maybe I'll finally get the the start working on a Warhammer 40k thing because, fucking, this is what it looks like. So you're already almost there. Just <laughs> well, no, uh, I believe uh, 
homeboy Henry Cavill is doing a 40k uh, serious or movie. I think oh movies God. movies with Amazon. I think I, I know he lost Superman, uh, and uh, once he lost The Witcher, it's like he he's like this is where I'm going next. 40k baby. So holy fuck! If hopefully he does playing, justice because he plays the game. So not. Uh, <laughs> that's okay. Uh, that would be amazing, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, damn. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm intrigued. I I'm intrigued. So maybe maybe you could get that. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say yeah. Of course. He's no. It, it would make sense if they cast him as a as a space marine, but I want him to play an, an Imperium of man. I don't know. Anyways, mm-hmm. that'd be cool. I'm always partial to the more human people, the Terminators and the. And the larger than life <laughs> folks, we we get enough space marines. Let's say, yeah, I want to I see the normal guys. And yeah, then you saw, you, and then you normies. watch a space marine walk past, and you look up, and this dude is five fucking feet taller than you, and and he's telling you to charge into this fucking hellstorm. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah, no, that's I, I'm I would be intrigued to see that, but uh, yes, we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, hold our breath. Was great. Heck yeah. get something good out of it hopefully but oh man 2024 i don't know the movies coming out this year but let's hope there's some good ones out there i i will just have to wait and see you know what i think it's safe to say there's always going to be a movie we will not expect there's going to be something that we're going to love that we just don't even know about yet and i can't wait to share it with you guys here on the show adam can't wait to <laughs> review some awesome new flicks and then discover some terrible things that'll just be fun to talk about here on the show too <laughs> <laughs> right so it's kind of fun to do those too yeah why uh, not you got to every now and again yeah yeah oh man but. well folks um if you're looking for a place to keep up on all of this fun on this fun shindig we got going here we got some socials you should definitely go and follow it's at movie underscore toast and all the major suspects. We're over on the TikTok, Instagram, X, Facebook, YouTube. Shit. I mean, it just throw, throw our name out there in the Googs. You will find us. I promise. Movie Toast News mm-hmm. and Reviews will strike it best. But at movie underscore toast would be the yep. handle. It's where the business is. You know it. And uh, if you don't want to follow us, hopefully uh, you can tell us what works and what doesn't work, what you like, how you think we Please. we are rating wise. Uh, if you can head over to Apple Podcast or wherever you watch or listen, uh, let us know what you like, what you dislike, what you want to see come from us. We just we want Absolutely. a little Discord action, but not on Discord because we're too lazy to do that shit. <laughs> But reach out though. Hit us up and comment yeah. on one of our videos or our posts. Let us know if you shoot us an email. Discord. Happy to give you happy to send you that way. Love to chat with you guys. And yeah. as Adam said, let us know what you think. But you know, really can't ask for much more than that, except for one other thing. Mm-hmm. One other thing. Please. Please. Watch Rebel Moon Part 2 when it comes out in February. (laughs) Zack Snyder. Please, guys. (laughs) Give me another franchise. I'm tired of these comic books. Uh, Fuck. Sorry, I cut you off there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, um, please, everyone. Stay toasty. And Happy New Year. Yeah. Happy fucking 2024. Oh, God, I hate that shit.
guess that's right. one one perk of being unemployed right now. I'm gonna deal with that yeah. shit. <laughs> Just wait till February. You'll get it. Uh, you think we we're too harsh on that? Uh, on that last one. Rebel Moon. No. No. Okay. He deserves it. Sorry, bro. It just <laughs> fuck. Uh, you said I, you watched it too, I, man. You watched it too. Oh, dude, he's sitting in the edit bay being like, this is pure cinema. This is magic. Oh. I can't wait to make 19 more of these. Fuck or Star Wars. Back, turning me down. His, like, fuck DC. Fuck Warner he's Brothers. To, like flesh on his fingertips. And he's just like, I'm uh. fucked. It's all over. It's all gone. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I finally keep the charade I'm up. Done. It's like, it's like nah, I don't I think anything don't know him how to down. make movies. <laughs> I've got this far along and no one ever noticed. Just kidding. I know. What a good Just kidding, Zach. Be. I know you know. I know you're a big movie toast fan. Yeah, you're your our listener. Yeah. Thanks for making those great films. We love watching them. Woo woo, everyone. Bam. <laughs>